This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Thank you for tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. I'm your host, Christian Phoenix. Now, growing up as a comic book fan of the 80s and 90s, I've always been fascinated with how storytellers translated these iconic heroes from the page to film, television, and radio. Long before we got the big-budget CGI epics we enjoy today, children gathered around their radios to hear their favorite do-gooders come to life with little more than their imaginations and these broadcasts from a time long forgotten. I invite you to gather around your radio for this presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, while Superman searches for him, the masked man with shock, his trigger man, are speeding toward a hideout where Lois Lane is imprisoned. Monsieur. Ah, there is the cottage. Now, in a few moments, Mademoiselle Louise Lane will join her sister in the next world. And then no one will ever know that Carrie and the masked man are one and the same. <laughs> the other day, gang, a young fellow I know was saying goodbye to me. So long, he said. Don't take any wooden nickels. And I came right back at him, real snappy-like. I laughed and said, So long, pal. Don't buy the Brooklyn Bridge. Well, these are just gag lines, of course, gang. But it shouldn't surprise you to find some sharpie trying to make a crooked dollar peddling them. And gold bricks, too. Because you never know what some dopes will fall for. Why, just think of the phony ideas that get peddled around in broad daylight every day in the week. You know what I mean. That cheap, empty talk that's all puffed up to look like million-dollar items. The good old sure-fire nonsense about one man's ancestry making him better than the next guy. Baloney. Yes, sir, it's strictly baloney, sliced three inches thick, no matter how you look at it. Well, gang, anybody who buys that stuff does so at his own risk. You know why? Because it's stolen. Yes, sir, it's stolen property. It doesn't belong to the Sharpie who peddles it. He got it from dangerous crackpots with crooked ideas that lead to hatred, and so the wars and other horrible catastrophes. Besides, it's rotten, polluted, and unhealthy. So let the troublemakers peddle these ideas somewhere else. Let's tell them in no uncertain terms that although we may have a few suckers in our midst, most of us know better than to buy hatred, even if it comes all wrapped up in fancy packages. Because hatred and true democracy don't mix. They're at opposite poles. And here in the good old USA, we're for democracy. The kind that gives everyone an even break. We like it that way. Let's keep it that way. (laughs) 
Adventures of Superman. Just before a French Secret Service agent was assassinated in Paris, he gave a letter to Diana Lane, sister of Lois Lane, the Daily Planet reporter. The letter, written in French, which Diana could not read, revealed the operations and name of a spy who, to preserve his secret, abducted both Diana and her sister Lois, who had just arrived in Paris. Diana managed to escape from the spy, and from her meager description of him, Clark Kent, who we know as Superman, narrowed the field of suspects to three men, all highly placed in the French government. Two of them were then eliminated, leaving only Georges Carré, a cabinet minister, who Kent reluctantly believes is the masked traitor. Now, as the man known as Carré is on his way to a hideout beyond Paris, where he has Lois Lane imprisoned, Kent, with Colonel Charlot of the Secret Service and Captain Dulac of the Paris police, are waiting in the anteroom of Carré's office. Listen. Oh, I don't like this waiting. Where is Carré? His secretary said he would return very shortly, Monsieur Kent. We must be fresh. But we've been here almost half an hour. Yeah, I know, I but... say again, we waste our time, mes amis. Georges Carré cannot be the traitor. I agree with you, Capitaine Dulac. Well, I don't. I'm practically sure he's the masked man and knows where Lois Lane is. And if only he'd get here so I could get my Come hands on him. Come your monsieur, please. Uh, look, please. Captain, I'm going to give Carré only another few minutes to show up and prove himself one way or the other. If he isn't here then... I'm taking matters into my own hands. Well, gentlemen, we've waited almost an hour for Carré. I'm not waiting any longer. What do you propose to do, Monsieur Kane? I'm going to prove right here and now, Colonel, whether or not Georges Carré is the masked man. How can you do it without Carré? There must be plenty of his fingerprints here in his private office. Let's check them. Wait, Monsieur. Georges Carré is a prominent cabinet minister. Oh? We cannot, uh, how you say, snoop in his private office as if he were a... Common criminal. Look, Captain Dulac, if, as you insist, Carré is innocent, I'm sure he wouldn't object to a test. That may be true, Monsieur but... Kent is right, Capitaine. In a matter so grave as this, any honorable man would urge the test. I consider Georges Carré a man of honor. Then that's settled. There ought to be some fine fingerprints on the glass top of Carré's desk. Let's go to work. Well, Captain Dulac, what's the verdict? Oh, maman, Monsieur Kent. While well, I compare the fingerprints from the desk with those we found at the house of the masked man... What is it, Capitaine? You're the same, eh? We, oui. I, I cannot believe it. I knew it. Let now, will Capitaine? We can. Here, see for yourself. There is no question that both sets of prints were made by the same man. Where's Carré's secretary? Uh, you, monsieur, come in here, please. I cannot believe it. Just Carré a traitor. There must be some mistake. There must you be. You wish to see me, monsieur? Yes. Where did monsieur Carré go? I do not know. He received a phone call and left at once, saying he would return shortly. Do you know who called him? No, I do not. He may have gone to his home. Let me try uh, to... No, Capitaine, I called his home only a moment ago. Sacre bleu. Do you think perhaps he discovered we were on his track and fled? Yes? Just a minute. I will begin an immediate search for the traitor. Oh, wait. Traitor? What is this you say, monsieur Carré? Just a minute, please. Your boss, Carré, may have mentioned some name or place when he left. If he did, you must tell us. A girl's life is at stake. We and the fate of all France may be at stake. Uh, maman, I recall that Monsieur Carré was very angry when he left. He said something of Le Bel Jacques. Jacques, who is he? Uh, his chauffeur. Jacques is also the name of the masked man's henchman. That is so. What did he say about him? I could not hear clearly, only that he was furious with Jacques for some reason. He rushed out waving a paper in his hand. Oh, what paper? From the pad on his desk. Always when Monsieur Carré speaks on the telephone, he makes notes on the pad. Just and... a minute. Is that the pad? Yeah, it is. Uh, let me see it, Monsieur Kent. Just a minute, Colonel. Uh, have a care how you handle it. There may be indentations of the pen or pencil on the page. Yes, there are. Uh, they are too thin to be made out with the eye alone, but at the laboratory... We don't need the laboratory. I can read them. Impossible, Monsieur. I can barely see anything. Well, I have uh, rather unusual eyes, Colonel. Carré wrote 
Lieutenant Michel, police barracks, Versailles. Versailles, that is just outside of Paris. I know where it is. Will you just drive to Versailles at once in there? Come, Monsieur Kane. Don't bother. I know a much faster way to get to Versailles, Colonel. Au revoir. Out of these clothes. This is a job for Superman. There we are. All set. Now to pick up Carré or his trail in Versailles. Up, up, and away! Are you sure Carré has left, Lieutenant? Oui, Monsieur Superman. He left as soon as he arranged for the release of his chauffeur. That was about an hour ago. Did he start back toward Paris? No, no. He drove in the opposite direction, away from Paris. Oh? One thing more. What kind of car was he driving? A blue Mercedes. Oh, that won't be hard to spot. Thanks, Lieutenant. And au revoir. Up! Up! And away! Leaping high into the air as the French police officer gapes in wonder, Superman streaks away on the trail of the masked spy. Will he find him, and in time to save Lois Lane's life? And now, back to the adventures of Superman. <laughs> Learning that Carré and Jacques, his chauffeur, had left the police station of Versailles and headed south away from Paris, Superman took to the air in search of them. Streaking high above the French countryside, the Man of Steel scans the roads and lanes and byways beneath him. No sign of Carré yet. I'll find him, though. I must. Away! Meanwhile, on a large, partly wooded country estate far off the main road, Carrie and Jacques have left their car and are walking through a grove of trees. Ahead of them is a low, shingled gardener's cottage. A heavy bolt is drawn across the closed door, and its two small windows are shuttered fast. As they approach the house, Carrie speaks. I will complete the test quickly, sir. Then you will drive me back to Paris. Already some suspicious ones may be wondering where I am. I cannot believe there are any who are suspicious of you, monsieur. You have played your role admirably well. Merci, madame. But the Secret Service agent Larue learned the truth. Do not forget that. Oui, but he is not dead. So are those to whom the Mademoiselle Diana Lane showed his letter. And so also is the Mademoiselle Diana herself. And now, when her sister, Mademoiselle Lois, is also gone, there will be none left to fear. Oui. Then and only then will I be able to sleep again. And complete our work, eh, monsieur? Ah, oui. If this matter is out of the way, the government will fall into our control as I've planned it. Yeah. Ah, here we are. <laughs> Where is it, Ward? I do not know. Ah, here we come from that clump of bushes. Put down your gun, old one. Can you not see who we are? Get you. There you asleep there in the bushes. Ah, monsieur, I kept guard there while I could not be seen. Ah. The, uh, Mademoiselle Louise Lane, she's, uh... She's tied up there in the cottage, monsieur. Oui, I can see her through the shutter. Eh bien, let us get it over with at once. I'm bolt the door, Edouard. Oui, monsieur. Monsieur, do you wish me uh, no, to... No, no. I will attend to the mademoiselle myself. Uh, give me my gun. Oui, merci. I don't... Wait here. I will return in a moment. Gun in hand, the spy known as Georges Carré steps into the little gardener's cottage where Lois Lane, bound hand and foot, recognizes the masked man and gasps. 
Meanwhile, Superman, searching the countryside for Lois and Carey, has not yet discovered the estate and the tiny gardener's cottage. What will happen? Is this the end of Lois? There are thrills and a sharp surprise in Monday's climactic episode, fellows and girls. So be sure to listen. Tune in same time, same station, for the exciting climax to The Mystery of the Letter on The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time. Watch for the Superman Adventure Serial soon to be shown at your local movie theater. Ooh, yeah, let me tell you something right here, aha. It's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah, full of exclusive loot on surprises delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude. Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box. Woohoo! Wowzers! With crates starting as large as eleven ninety nine per month, there's a box just about for all collectors. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's f-e-n-i-x media dot u-s forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! It's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, while Superman searches the surrounding countryside for Georges Carré, the French traitor who was holding Lois Lane prisoner... Carré, gun in hand, places the girl reporter in a cottage hidden in the woods. Believe me, mademoiselle, this distresses me greatly. But there is no other alternative. What, what do you mean? While you live, you are a threat to my career and to my very life. So I must get rid of oh, you. Oh, no, wait. Listen to I me. I regret there is no time. Au revoir, mademoiselle. This is the end for you. Say, gang, did you know that at candy counters everywhere, more fellows and girls ask for Brock's Mint Candy Bar than any other chocolate mint in the world? Yes, that's a fact. And once you've tried Brock's Chocolate Mint Candy Bar yourself, you'll know why this delicious treat is number one in the candy hit parade. Next time you stop at a candy counter, reach for Brock's Chocolate Mint Candy Bar in the famous green wrapper. Peel off that wrapper and take a big bite of that creamy snow white mint candy. So cool and smooth, all wrapped up in a double-thick coating of Brock's famous bittersweet chocolate. 
Wow, that's good. And listen, gang. Brock's Chocolate Mint Candy Bar is actually two candy bars in one. Yes, it's a twin candy bar. Two big pieces of that wonderful Brock's Chocolate Mint Candy. A double treat. So good to eat. Remember that name, Brock's. B-R-A-C-H-S. Brock's Chocolate Mint Candy Bar in the famous green wrapper. Creamy, swell-tasting mint candy with a delicious double-thick chocolate coating. Now, later on in the show, we'll tell you about the great new Superman Radio Quizmaster game. The Brock Candy People are about to send to all Superman fans. And we'll also tell you about Brock's big Superman treasure chest, full of valuable prizes anyone can win. Be sure you're listening, because it's going to be one of the swellest offers ever made. And you won't want to miss the chance to get in on it. And now, the adventures of Superman! In Paris, where she was appearing as a dancer, Diana Lane, sister of Lois Lane, the Daily Planet girl reporter, accidentally became involved with a French spy. Believing Diana knew his identity, the spy abducted her, and when Lois arrived in Paris, she too was taken prisoner. Diana managed to escape under gunfire, and the spy, who believed he had shot the dancer, then had her sister Lois transported to a cottage on a country estate where he planned to eliminate her too. Meanwhile, speaking to Paris to aid the two sisters, Superman in his guise of reporter Clark Kent astounded the police by stating his belief that the spy was a famous cabinet minister named Carré. But when Kent and the police reached Carré's office, their man had already departed to finish Lois. Kent managed to pick up his trail and took after him as Superman. And as we continue now, having searched all the main roads south of Paris from the skies, the Man of Steel has dropped to earth in a small village at a crossroads, where he is questioning a surprised peasant woman. I'm looking for a big blue Mercedes-Benz sedan, madame. Did you see it pass through this village within the last hour or so? Oh, oui, monsieur. I saw it. Two men were in it. That's right. How long ago did you see it? Which way? Uh, uh perhaps uh, half an hour ago. Which way did it go? Uh, that way. Southwest. A million thanks, madame. Up! Up! And away! Once more, taking to the airways, Superman streaks away on the trail of the spy who, at this moment, gun in hand, stands before Lois Lane in a tiny gardener's cottage on a large country estate. I am sure, Mademoiselle Lane, you understand why I must do away with you. No. Naturally, no. since you know the truth about me, you are a great danger to my career, to my very life. And so... Now, wait. Listen to I me. I regret there is no time. I must return to Paris before I am missed. So now... No, no, don't shoot me. Oh, well, Mademoiselle. No, no. I'll take that gun, Carey. Oh, Superman. Who are you? Carey, give me that. No. Oh, I will kill you both. Oh, oh no. You're all through killing people, my friend, and so are your playmates. Oh, now, you better behave. Maybe I'd better relax you like this. Oh, oh boy, Superman. Oh. I'll hold him for a while. Now, are you all right, Miss Lane? Yes, but... Oh, Superman, if you hadn't arrived just when you did, I... I know, but it's all over now, so forget Well, it isn't all over. This man shot my sister, Diana, and killed her. No, he didn't. Diana's fine. What? She's alive and well and is in Paris now waiting for you. Oh, thank And heaven. you've got a terrific story for your paper because Carré is a spy and a traitor. A spy? That's right. The letter Diana had revealed his name and operations, and that's why you and she were abducted. Good heavens! What a story for the Daily Planet! Please, Superman, take me to a cable office or to a telephone right away. I can smell a scoop, eh? And how? I'll scoop every paper in the United States. Wait till Clark Kent hears about this. Will he turn green with envy? <laughs> I'm sure he'll be surprised. You can say that again. I'm sure he'll be... Oh, I see what you mean. Well, I'll pick up Carrie and his two friends. <laughs> I took care of them on the way in. We'll hop back to Paris, and then you can phone Metropolis from police headquarters. What? Wait a minute. What is it? Thought the main house on this estate up there on the hill was deserted, but... Great Scott, this will explain everything. What do you mean? What do you see in that house? I'll show you in a moment, Miss Lane. That's Lock Carey and his two muscle men in the cottage here, and then you and I will have a look at that house. But I warn you, get ready for a shock. 
here. This cellar room is the one we want, Miss Lane. Wait, I'll open the door. What's down here, Superman? You'll see for yourself in a moment. Now, here's the light switch. Now, look. Good heavens. A man sound and gagged. Yes, take a good look at him while I remove his ropes. What? Why, he looks just like Georges Carré. I, I am Georges Carré, mademoiselle. What? We are... Superman, did you hear that? He said he is Georges Carré. But he can't be. That's right. Can't you guess the answer now? Well... No, This I... man is the real George Carey. The other chap who looks just like him and has been posing as him is either a wonderfully clever no, imposter he, or... he's my twin brother. Twin brother? He was oh. always a rascal. I was led to believe he was dead. He turned up six months ago with two other men. Imprisoned me here in my own cellar. Good grief. Uh, please, telephone at once to Colonel Shadow of Secret Service. Tell him my brother is a spy for an enemy country. He's been posing as me. Obtaining valuable military information which he has been conveying to the enemy. Oh, brother, what you a can story. Stop worrying now, monsieur. The villain, how he taunted me. He planned when France failed to have me branded as the traitor. Always he hated me. Please, monsieur, mademoiselle, contact Colonel Charlot at once. We're all going to see Colonel Charlot now, monsieur Carré. And we'll turn your brother over to him. So relax. Everything is under control at last. <laughs> Messieurs, permit me to offer a toast to the great one who saved La Belle France. He was known as Superman. Oh, 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 Clark, isn't it a shame that Superman couldn't stay here for his own party? Oh, who said he couldn't stay? Well, he did. He said he had things to do. And... Oh? <laughs> now, Clark Kent, what are you laughing at? Oh, skip it, Lois. Hey, by the way, where's Diana? Well, she's off in Madrid with Raymond, her dancing partner. They made up all their differences. Oh, good. Did you uh, cable your story to the Daily Planet? Oh, boy, did I. You don't think I'd forget that, do you? Pop, do you realize I scooped every newspaper in the whole United States? And I don't even read half your byline, huh? Why should you get half my byline? Oh, I don't know. Now, Clark, you're acting awfully strangely. Hmm? You couldn't be, uh, well, uh, maybe a little jealous, maybe? Oh, don't be silly, Lois. But I... I am a little worried. Worried about what? Well, you probably laugh at me, but... I don't know, I, I just have a, a feeling that something's wrong back home. What do you mean? Oh, call it a hunch if you like, but for the past hour or so, I've had a distinct feeling that something is wrong in Metropolis. Very wrong. You're right, Clark Kent. Something is very wrong back home. And now, back to the adventures of Superman! <laughs> It is just after six o'clock in the evening in Metropolis. The editorial staff of the Daily Planet have departed for their homes, and Beanie Martin, chief copyboy, is about to follow them when the phone rings in Clark Kent's empty office. Eager to get home, Beanie hesitates. Then, as the phone continues to ring insistently, he shrugs resignedly and enters Kent's office. Hello? This is Jim Olson. Is Mr. Kent there? Oh, Jim, this is Beanie. You having a good vacation? I haven't got time to talk now, Beanie. Put Mr. Kent on the phone, please, and hurry up. Well, he ain't here. I mean, he Where isn't... is he, do you know? Yeah, he's in Paris. Paris? You mean Paris, France? Uh-huh, you see... Oh, golly. Well, what about Miss Lane? Is she there? Uh-huh, she's in Paris, too. Oh, And, no. oh, boy, did she get a terrific story. All about Never a spy. Who... Is Mr. White around there? No, he had to go... Oh, gosh, what'll I do? What do you mean? What's cooking, Jim? Plenty. Look at Beanie. You've got to get hold of Mr. White right away. Yeah, Why? What's going on, Jim? Please, Beanie. Stop interrupting and listen. Uh-huh. Get hold of Mr. White right away. Right now, see? Tell him I'm in trouble. You're in trouble? Will you stop interrupting me? Well, okay, but... Tell Mr. White to phone me immediately at this number. Uh, have you got a pencil? Just a minute. 
Okay, go ahead, Jim. 178J, Leestown, Missouri. Oh, shucks. What's the matter? I broke the point on the pencil. Oh, of all the time. I think I got it, though. 178K. Oh, no, no. J, not K. J, as in Jersey. You got it? Uh-huh. 178J. That's right. Leestown, Missouri. Now get hold of Mr. White and tell him to call me right away, Beanie. Tell him it's a matter of life and death. Galvanized into action, Beanie Martin replaces the phone. Then, his brow furrowed with worry, he begins his attempt to reach Perry White, editor of the Daily Planet and mayor of Metropolis. What grave trouble is Cub reporter Jimmy Olsen in? And what did he mean when he said it was a matter of life and death? Tomorrow, we begin a brand new and exciting Superman adventure story, fellows and girls. One that will try the Man of Steel's great powers to the limit, and which will keep you on the edges of your chairs from beginning to end. So be sure to tune in again tomorrow. Same time, same station, for Chapter 1 of... The Mystery of the Silver Buffalo on The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time. Watch for the Superman Adventure Serial soon to be shown at your local movie theater. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater presented by Phoenix Media. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. It's Superman. Today on WGBS Metropolis, The Cat Grant Show. I'm Catherine Grant, and today we are looking into the phenomenal wave of rumored sightings of the late Lex Luthor following his death in Peru six weeks ago. The aircraft he was piloting, the Lex Wing X-27, was completely destroyed when it hit the mountainside. First person at the crash site was Superman, and he'll be telling us what he found there. The aircraft must have really been traveling when it hit. My X-ray vision revealed the fragments of what used to be the pilot seat. Whatever happened, it was never ejected. There wasn't much left of it, or of the man who wrote it down. But is there enough evidence to definitely establish the body as that of Lex Luthor? We'll be revealing the results of tests carried out by two independent laboratories, that of Metropolis's own Professor Emil Hamilton and a special government research facility. That's the Cat Grant Show, with me, Catherine Grant, only on WGBS. And we're clear. Okay, thanks, Kat. Okay, Charlie. Everybody, moving on. Next setup. Come on. The great Carlini and Phillips. Well, Tark, how did it look? Well, pretty slick, Kat. Let's hope this show puts an end to all the speculation. <laughs> there have been more Luthor sightings in six weeks than there ever were of Elvis Presley. Maybe now we can get back to reporting some real stories. Thanks for helping with the research on this and, and arranging the interview with Superman. Oh, oh, that reminds me. I better get those test results from Professor Hamilton before you go on air. <laughs> and what is this government facility you've been tapping into? Army forensics at Fort Bridwell? I don't think so. I don't even know for sure who put us on this outfit. I do know that just talking to their project administrator on the phone gives me the creeps. I think I heard his name, Wesley Westfield. Anyhow, took me just under three seconds to dislike him. And in the background, I don't know. They must have some weird people there. Are you 
you're certain, Rodriguez? It all checks out, Mr. Westfield. This tissue sample most definitely matches our reported genetic profile for Lex Luthor. In that case, have guardians. He can take our findings to Metropolis. Uh, better send for double X2. We should... Uh, our esteemed project administrator. Guardian. How did you know, Mr. Westfield, you required our presence? <laughs> yes, I did. Your extrasensory perception is quite remarkable, double X. It was genetically engineered that way. Of course, of course. Uh, Guardian, these findings need safe delivery to the double GBS building in Metropolis. We working for the media these days, Westfield? Not that I mind a trip to the old hometown. The president is very concerned to discuss the rumors that Lex Luthor survived that air crash. With no one currently controlling the LexCorp empire, the financial markets are belly up worldwide. Additional uncertainties just compound the problem. We can preserve the secrecy of our cloning work here at the Cadmus Project and still help lay Luthor's ghost. A curious business. The mental impressions I received from Lex Luthor were not those of a potential suicide. He was a sick man, Double X. Desperate. He killed himself with a substance he hoped to use to destroy Superman. Oh, very ironic. Westfield, I can't help being aware of your thoughts. They worry me. Westfield? What is Double X picking up? None of your business. Either. So long as your interest in Superman remains speculative, Westfield, but that surge of curiosity you just felt as to his genetic potential fills me with a cold dread. <laughs> Professor Hamilton! Uh, don't drop in, Superman! Good afternoon! Oh. Oh. Superman! How good to see you! Good to see me? By putting me flat on my keister? Yes. The motion detectors are still rather sensitive. Uh, but on the whole, the intruder deterrent works rather well, don't you think? Well, if it's all the same to you, I'd be as happy if you didn't test all your latest inventions out on me. Uh, this is a fresh cape. Uh, but I thought you'd come to view the finished data. Data? On the Luther tissue sample? Oh, that. That all checked out. You're sure the remains I found were Luthor's? Yes, yes. Uh, examination of skeletal fragments indicated a male Caucasian approximately 5 feet 9 to 5 foot 10 tall. The DNA match for the LexCorp sample was a perfect tally. And the chromosomes twinned down to the last double Y. The body in the aircraft was Lex Luthor. He's dead as nothing. Thank you. I'll get that over to WGBS right away. Uh, wait a moment. What about the other data? Oh, the data we compiled in my powers? Yes. Your physical. Oh, uh, Don't you want to know how your powers work? Uh, just take a look at this. <clears throat> uh, now, while I've been unable to determine the exact cellular mechanism, uh, there's something in your Kryptonian physiology which stores and channels solar energy. So, it's like we thought. Oh. I'm essentially a living solar capacitor. And my body's converted all the energy I've stored over the years, amplifying my senses, boosting my strengths, and so on. Mm, exactly. It's our sun which has made a superman of you. So if my home planet had never exploded, if I'd grown up on Krypton, I'd have been no more super under its red sun than you are in Earth's solar system. Uh, quite. Uh, but although your body holds vast energy reserves, they're not inexhaustible. Uh, see here. This represents a recent 24-hour period during which you towed a disabled Amtrak train through the Rockies, 
flew several tons of food and medical supplies into Central Africa, repositioned a falling communication satellite, and thwarted an attempted terrorist bomb in Rome, among other things. <laughs> I remember. It wasn't the busiest day I've ever had, but I was kept on my toes. Kept on your toes? At the end of that day, the readings I took showed a noticeable energy deficit. And by then, you were drawing heavily on your body's energy reserves. The greater the expenditure, the weaker you would have become. Eventually, the bioelectric aura, which accounts for much of your body's invulnerability, would begin to break down. Well, what do you mean, Professor? Sustained use of my superpowers could weaken me? Your body is resilient, but uh, overtax its resources, and you could find yourself in mortal danger. Uh, I'll bear that in mind. Of course, this equipment can only provide the roughest of approximations when it comes to measuring the limits of your power. Now, if I had an opportunity to use the equipment in that wondrous Antarctic fortress of yours... Hmm. A fortress. Strange. I don't think of it as mine. Hardly surprising. The Eradicator built it. What a feat of artificial intelligence that was. The Eradicator? Hmm? Yeah. An artifact from your home planet, programmed to preserve all things Kryptonian. Under different circumstances... He could have taught us so much. The Antarctic Fortress is his legacy. Maybe it's time I went back there. The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time. Watch for the Superman Adventure Serial soon to be shown at your local movie theater. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. It's Superman. Some perks to being a junior attorney for LexCorp, especially when we just worked an 18-hour day. Oh, holy cow. Look at the size of his office. But, Mr. Lou, his, his office is supposed to be sealed up. What if Mr. Happerson comes in? Yeah, Happerson's in the Galapagos Islands, for Pete's sake. Besides, Lex Luthor's death has left this place in such a mess. I mean, if he knew he only had a few months to live. What do you mean? It's our job to keep half of LexCorp out of probate. Food for seven ex-wives the longer, probably. Please, let's do whatever it is you want to do and get back downstairs, huh? What are we doing in his office? What are we looking for? What is will? What? Now, this computer terminal is the master for the whole LexCorp system. Keypad. 
your massage music, sir? Shall I summon today's masseuse? Come Can we get out of here? Okay, okay, let's just uh, try this. Access W-I-L-L. Being of sound mind and memory, I, Lex Luthor, do hereby make, publish, and declare my last will and testament. Did you see what I see? Oh, my gosh. If it is for real, it changes everything. Do you wish a complete reading of the will? Yes. Require complete reading Luthor will. Being of sound mind and memory, I, Lex Luthor, do hereby make, publish, and declare. Next week. Careful where you stamp in that snow, will you? Next week? I tell you, man, that hole in the ozone layer up there is going to do what it likes, whether we monitor it or not. I want to go home. This place is for the penguins. What's your problem? Oh. Is your butt frozen through the can again? I swear I saw something through the blizzard. Mm-hmm. A blue flash. And that kind of impact or a noise. Like something burrowing down to the ice. Yeah, I'll tell you what that was. What? Your imagination getting frostbite. Ah. You'll find the cure in my bag. Oh, and pour me one while you're getting it, will you? <laughs> What am I doing here? This is your fortress of solitude, Master. We robots are here to serve you. Yes, yes, the question was rhetorical. Perhaps you came to refresh your memories of Krypton. You may wish to inspect the Kryptonian war suit we have rebuilt from original design. It can be operated remotely from this panel. I'm sure it's very impressive, but... Great God! This walking pattern looks spasmodic, but riding inside it should be quite comfortable. It is fully pressurized, and... I don't need a war suit. This is not Krypton. We are on Earth. I am invulnerable here. As you wish, Master. Although, this suit is very similar to a weapon once used against me by Lex Luthor. When I first arrived in Metropolis. <laughs> first met Lois. Perhaps it will come in useful as a weapon against your enemies. No, no, Lex Luthor is dead, I think. Master, in some ways, Lex Luthor was the least of those who opposed you. Have you forgotten Darkseid, ruler of Apocalypse? What of the alien tyrant Mongol? His war world was destroyed, but logic dictates he will seek to build a new engine of destruction to revenge himself on you. Who is to say he has not found a suitable planet for the purpose? Equipment such as this may prove necessary. For these malefactors, the rulers kill or be killed. Look, I don't work that way. It was when I was held captive by Mongol that I first realized I must never take life. No matter how evil. This war suit is a relic, even by Kryptonian standards. It belongs to a barbaric past. We are programmed to preserve Krypton's heritage. That is why we maintain this fortress for you, Master. You are the last son of Krypton. The Eradicator built us to serve you, to remind you of your heritage. You must understand, I was not born on Krypton. I was born in Kansas, when Martha and Jonathan Kent lifted me from the birthing matrix, the egg, which carried me to Earth. I I had no idea the Eradicator built this place. Hurling him into the sun was a mistake. You increased his power a thousandfold. Him. Yes, its disembodied intelligence did use that energy to create for itself a humanoid form. He nearly killed me before we drained his power. So let's not talk of Krypton's heritage. My home is Metropolis, 
my roots on a farm near Smallville. This is a tomb, a cold, sterile tomb. Now I realize why I had to come here, to prove to myself that I need warmth, human emotion, a partner to share my life, my hopes, my fears. Yes, now I realize there can't be any secrets. Not anymore. Master, we are confused. Please explain. Basically, this place gives me the willies. I'm out of here. The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time. Watch for the Superman adventure serial soon to be shown at your local movie theater. Get this and previous episodes of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater wherever you get podcasts or by visiting phoenixmedia.us forward slash Silver Age Heroes. Join us again, same bat time, same bat station, for another presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Excelsior! Thank you for tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. I'm your host, Christian Phoenix. Now, growing up as a comic book fan of the 80s and 90s, I've always been fascinated with how storytellers translated these iconic heroes from the page to film, television, and radio. Long before we got the big-budget CGI epics we enjoy today, children gathered around their radios to hear their favorite do-gooders come to life with little more than their imaginations and these broadcasts from a time long forgotten. I invite you to gather around your radio for this presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! scientist, Dangway. There is not much time left to me. I only hope this recording can survive the destruction of this installation. Our experiment is complete. And, and this is the reward we reap. But perhaps it was to be expected. Now, let's see what this baby Luthor's last flight in the Lex Wing was a carefully arranged subterfuge. After ejecting his co-pilot, Luthor set the controls to autopilot and turned to a special compartment in the aircraft where his body double had been stowed. This unfortunate was a clone I had created in the Hong Kong laboratories. 
biologically a match for Luther in every detail. Placing the double in his pilot's seat and setting the controls to ensure a crash, Luther departed the Lexwing in a secret escape module. As the Lexwing crashed, Luther's henchman, Dr. Sidney Happerson, picked him up from the Pacific Ocean. He was flown here to the secret installation we had built in the Australian outback, where Dr. Daphne Donovan and I were waiting. Well done, Dr. Donovan. Was this charade thing? Mr. Luther, we can't argue with the diagnosis of your metropolis position. The radiation from the kryptonite ring you wore has had an irreversible effect. The lymphatic system is now beyond hope. We cannot delay much longer, Mr. Luther. Let's do it. I administered the anesthetic myself. Then Donovan and I went about our bloody business. Luther's death was now indeed a reality, in that the life had left his body. But now, phase two of our operation began, for we had saved his brain. Of necessity, we kept him unconscious for days. The awakening was quite disorienting for him, even though he had been warned what to expect. Mr. Luther, can you hear us? Are the cerebral cortex sensors attached? Yes, yes. And the voice box. Now, Mr. L. Yes. I can hear you. What is wrong with my voice? It is electronic, Mr. Luther. We have to lose the larynx. Correct. Over the following weeks, we developed an accelerated means of doing a new body around the brain. We watched Luther grow from embryo to adulthood suspended in a vast tank of pseudo-amniotic fluid. But throughout that time, his brain remained active. Incredibly, he took part in directing our efforts. As you requested, Mr. Luther, we played a bit with the genetic detailing. You'll be taller, stronger. Yes, 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 but the hair, what about the hair? It will be much thicker. We specifically targeted the baldness chromosome. You won't need to worry. While our work was progressing, legal papers were being altered to accommodate events. Harrison brought Luther's personal physician, uh, Dr. Kelly, over from the States, just before a will was found, naming her as the mother of a son they'd born in secret. Dr. Kelly, this is the new Lex Luther. Your son... Oh, my God. Sorry, we had to keep you in the dark up till now. Oh, oh my God! Oh, my God! I understand that she and Luther were once lovers. Perhaps she loved him still. But in the meantime, our work had reached fruition. Pulse. Check. Respiration. Check. Reflexes. Check. How do you feel, Mr. Luther? I, uh, I feel good. Strong. And that's me, I think. Weeks of sleep teaching tapes had given him the accent appropriate to his place of birth. Not a big crook at all. We had given him the body of a young man, fit, muscular. The world would consider him Luther and Kelly's son. But Donovan and I knew his true origins. As he left our facility to reclaim his empire, the corporation he had willed to himself, he left us proof that he was indeed 
the Luther we knew of old. A dozen demolition charges have, have destroyed this installation. I don't believe Donovan survived the first blast. My legs are broken. I'm losing blood. I only hope this tape is found after this carnage. That there is somebody somewhere who will avenge our death and stand against the evil we have created. Oh, Clark, the popcorn's popped. Clark? Well, as long as we're coming up for air. How much did you put in here? Lois, there's something I've been wanting to tell you. Yeah, you're secretly addicted to the popcorn, right? Well, there's something you should know about me if we're going to marry. Yeah, let me guess. You snore, right? No, no, look. You should know that... Well, I- I've made a lot of enemies over the years. Mm-hmm. Being married to me may not be the safest thing in the world. Clark, you're not the only one who's rubbed people the wrong way to get a story. I can handle it. I love you. Oh, and I love you, but... What? What is it? Are you ill? Lois, the past few years, I've led a double life. Lois, I'm Superman. Clark, be serious. I see you every day at the planet. Nobody could just change into Superman at the drop of a hat. I can. Oh. Lois, I am Superman. You, uh, okay with it? Okay. But the man I promised to marry is an alien from another planet? For the times I've spent trying to figure out your your erratic behavior over the past few years? I don't know. It's a puzzle that makes sense because the missing piece is finally put in place. Oh, I don't know for a long time. My brain would always dismiss the notion. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to shock you. Are you kidding? I've never felt so relieved in all my life. young lady who came to us as a stranger from a dying world. Clark, you're missing it! Oh, damn it, and the video's on the fridge. Mm. Supergirl, dedicating her life and amazing powers to the pursuit of truth, justice, and the American wife. Missing what, Lois? Mm. Supergirl, who has joined the LexCorp family to serve as a proud member of Team Luther. God, I don't believe it. Good day. I'm Lex Luther the second. This Luthor kid's full of surprises. Clark, do you know about this? About Supergirl, yes. About what she's doing there, no. But now, just as Superman came to Earth from another planet, so too did this 
lovely young lady come to us, the sole survivor of a dying world. A parallel world. A world so she was created in homage to a doppelganger of me. But that's a different story. Mm. Will you see that shot, your son? Huh? Look in her eyes when Luther moved near her. I think she was pretty taken with him. That was a special announcement sponsored by Lexus, the Metropolis family business. Lex Luthor II. Ever since he came to Metropolis, he's charmed everybody in sight. He restored the fortunes of LexCorp, mm. and by doing so, put the city back on his feet. And yet, he disturbs me in a way his father never did. Clark, he's nothing like his father, believe me. If I were you, I'd worry about this bimbo flying around in your costume. Supergirl? Well, she's not all she seems, Lois. She's got a secret identity? I mean, like, like you can be you or you can be Superman? Well, in a way. In a way, she can be anyone she wants. She, it, it was created in a lab from synthetic protomatter. Hmm. Her natural appearance is humanoid, but without definition or gender. Supergirl is a biological matrix, a shapeshifter. That's why Ma and Pa called her May. Ma, your parents know her? Uh, well, she lived with them for a while. She knows that I'm Superman. This could be bad. This could be very bad.
lucky I took the last look over my shoulder before changing outfits. But that construction worker would have hit before I reached him. Heck of an impressive-looking guy, though. Driving rivets must be... Room up here for two? Whoa! May, Supergirl. We need to talk. Sure, Clark. And please don't use that name when I'm wearing this uniform. For all I know, Luthor may have pinned a listening device on me. Listening device? Lex would never use such things. I'm not saying he would. But you didn't know his father. Look, what are you saying? Only that you should be careful about entering into any relationships with Luthor. Oh, don't be silly. Lex is the kindest, most wonderful man. I know that's been the general impression, and he might well be everything he seems. But how much do any of us really know about him? His father hid a lot behind a benevolent public face. Why, Superman, are you jealous? Of course not. I don't want to see you hurt, May. I can look after myself. My psychokinetic abilities may not compare to your superpowers over long periods, but I can hang tough. That's not what I meant. you got to be very careful with Luthor, with what you confide in him. I get it. You're worried I might have told him about your double life. You haven't. Don't worry. I've kept your precious secret. No one will ever learn it from me. The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time. Watch for the Superman Adventure Serial soon to be shown at your local movie theater. Behold my precious. Ooh, yeah, let me tell you something right here, uh huh? It's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah, full of exclusive loot, on surprises delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude. Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box. Woohoo! Yeehoo! Wowzers! With crates starting as large as $11.99 per month, those are facts just about for all collectors. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's F-E-N-I-X media dot U-S forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman. There was no way we could have pinned a bug on her costume, and not without her knowing. Scanning room. Uh, but, Mr. Luther, there are a range of the marks with incisions. Damn it! What's the point of having a pet superhero when you can't even eavesdrop on the conversation? <laughs> Mr. Luther, there's plenty of time to nail Superman. Time? Time, Everson? You forget. I'm a 50-year-old brain in the body of a young man. I don't intend to wear out a second body before I put Superman in his grave. Now, just because we've lucked into finding this girl from nowhere, don't think I'm not going to play her for all she's worth. Uh, yes, sir, but I counsel caution. She's heading towards the penthouse window. Lavis, Harrison. Of course, Mr. Luther. Oh, love. 
How's your friend Superman today? Grouchy. Not like you. <laughs> you know, I'm very proud you decided to join LexCorp to be with me. There's nowhere else I want to be. Ever since I first saw you, looked into your eyes, I've not wanted to be with anyone else. My darling Lex, how can I make you happy? <laughs> Just looking at you in that costume makes me happy. <laughs> Mitchell Anderson, what are you wearing? Uh, you mean this, miss? It's just a t-shirt. Well, turn it around or something. That face makes me feel very ill. What's wrong with Lobo, anyhow? Okay, class. As you know, we're taking time out from our usual lessons to watch a very special TV debate. Oh, I Is this what we got to sit through for the rest of the day? I want to see some action. Uh, Mitch, you know that nothing exciting ever happens around here. Yeah. The glove was ripped. It's got bones yeah. sticking out of its skin like, like stomach. Uh -huh. We found it. It's on the turnpike heading northeast. Caught through a line of traffic here not ten minutes ago. It's still traveling in a straight line, but God knows where. Uh, unit 32 has gone up to assess casualties. Do I follow it or, or what? The Justice League. We have federal law enforcement. We have a National Guard. Just who exactly are these vigilantes that we sit back and permit them to take the law into their own hands? Who could condone inadequates who hide behind such grotesque identities as Booster Gold, Ice, Fire, Bloodwind, and God help us, the Blue Beetle? And as for the discredited member of the Green Lantern Corps, this Guy Gardner, what kind of example is he to our nation's youth? Join me, Jack Ryder, at the usual time tonight when I'll be putting the Secretary of the Interior into the hot seat. And now on WGBS, we go live to a very special venue in Metropolis to join Cat Grant. We're coming to you live from Roosevelt High with an incredible show. Hey, you heard those stories? There's some monster wrecking half of Ohio? So far, they're unsubstantiated rumors, Jim. Now, can I watch this or what? Okay, okay. Who's today's guest, anyway? Superman! Wow! Superman. Welcome to the show. Please have a seat. Thank you, Miss Grant. Uh, can I take your cake? <laughs> if it's all the same, I wouldn't feel dressed without it. <laughs> I can't thank you enough for joining us here, Superman. Interviews with you are a true rarity. I've always felt that if Americans are trusted, they know me as well. Uh, yes, Happerson? I think you want to take a look at the news program on our Ohio network, Mr. Luther. It's on number eight. Thank you, Happerson. Ohio? Don't we have an oil refinery there? Let's turn to our audience here at Roosevelt High. Uh, over here. Your name is... Uh, uh Kenny, I was wondering, uh, what do you superheroes do, like, when you're not bashing up bad guys? <laughs> well, that's an interesting question. No, I, I mean, like, do you get to party all the time, or, or what? A cat! 
Sorry, folks. We've just been taken off the air for a network special report. Sounds like trouble in Ohio. Can you put it on the speakers? Uh, sure, Superman. And reports of the Justice League battling a large creature at a lex oil refinery in Ohio. Reports indicate casualties among the... Superman? I have to go. Excuse me. Next year, is that you? Home sweet home. No, it's Apple Rose in the band. What's that, hon? Nothing. Help you down to the fridge. Hey, what happened to all the soda? How's school? Like you care. Of course I care. Hey, wasn't today the day Superman was due to dress high school students on TV? Yeah, but the super weasel was called away on some case, so he bailed early. Mm. They should have got Guy Gardner. Now, he's bad. Why don't we just run out of soda around here anyway? Why don't you buy enough to last? Oh, Mitchell, I am sorry, but your little sister isn't well. I didn't get time to go to the store. Dad always has soda for me at his new apartment. No wonder he left. Oh, Mitch. I'm going over to Aaron's. Joey was right. Nothing ever happens around here. We interrupt this program for an important oh, announcement. Residents in the Timber Lake area are advised to evacuate their homes as quickly as possible. Oh, what? Superman and the what? Justice League are attempting to subdue a creature which is rampaging across the state. Oh. And the battle is moving into your part of town. Oh, man. Don't wait for a ringside seat. This thing's already wiped out a couple dozen people and at least one super... <laughs> Mom, I think I smell gas. One of the lines of the house 
Let them rupture. Hey, you guys. Nobody who's energy seems to get that thing. Bloodwind! Booster! Anybody? Am I the only person left standing around here? No. Doomsday's still standing. What's it doing? It seems as if they were about to... Oh! Great! Gosh! It flies! No! It jumped! Maybe I can gain the upper hand. The sky is my element! Mom! Becky! Oh, man! copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time. Watch for the Superman Adventure Serial soon to be shown at your local movie theater. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater presented by Phoenix Media. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. This is a GBS Newsbreak. I'm Steve Lombard. The destructive creature now called Doomsday, which has left over a hundred dead and many more injured, including members of the Justice League, is on a straight path crossing from Ohio through New York State. The monster appears to be heading straight to, or through, Metropolis. After a short break earlier today, when he rescued a family from a burning house, Superman has remained on Doomsday's tail, and the two of them have been duking it out across country. Doomsday appears to cover miles in vast leaps, his last known landing place being the city's western suburbs. We'll keep you posted. Anything giving Superman that hard a fight must be incredibly powerful. I must go and help him, Lex. Listen, love, the last thing we need now is for you to go flying off. <laughs> Whenever Superman's away, the local citizenry start getting edgy. And with the hero having a bust up with some ugly drongo, the city needs its supergirl to fill the void. <laughs> Whatever you wish, Lex. After all, it sounds like the fight is coming to us anyway. Is that what I can hear? I thought it was a thunderstorm. Oh, no! 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 Oh,
bigger than when we began this morning. I could really use some help. But the GLA is incapacitated. And there's no sign of Supergirl. I only wish Lois could be clear of all this. But that's a baby planet chopper up there, and she's bound to be here. Man, this must be my lucky year! Those were some of the best shots I've ever taken! Fred, are you ready for a new power girl? Go ahead, Lois! The monster called Doomsday abandoned the borough of destruction via Cloudsville, Ohio, and Western New York State. Harried at every opportunity by Superman, the creature tore through Metropolis and suburbs. At one point, Doomsday's rampage in Park Ridge was cut short when Superman momentarily overpowered him, rocketing him up toward the vacuum of space. But the agility and strength of the creature was such that he evaded the Man of Steel's grip and fell back to Earth. Hold it, friends. I'm trying to see where they're going to land. Hold it. I can see them. Coming down towards the planet building. Ah! Oh, my God. Go. Turn this thing over to the planet building. They're fighting right outside our front door. <laughs> Doomsday, your rampage ends here. Metropolis is where I draw the line. Rocky, can't believe this thing isn't feeling as bad as I am. Gotta try to bring it down. Even if it kills me. What I've done for? I've arrested some pimps in my time, but this is one ugly sucker. You're a master of understatement, Inspector Griffin. All units in position! Nail the start up! Doomsday! You want to get your hands on my friends? 
You're going to have to kill me first. Ah! And while you're recovering from that, try a little heat vision. What is he? What does he want? He wants destruction and death. To stop him. He'll be every bit as ferocious as unrelenting. He wants to kill, and you can't. Only protrusions erupting from his skin. He got me. I must take him down. Everybody stand back! If those bones are extensions of a skeleton. Let's try this! Yes, I heard him this time! Like weary boxers who have gone the distance, the combatants collided in one last explosive effort. In the years to come, a few witnesses will tell of the power of these punches, that they could literally feel the shockwaves. Others will remember the enormous crater that resulted from the sheer force of the blows. Most will remember this sad day as that on which the proudest, most noble man they ever knew finally fell. But for those who would be his friend, those who would call him son, those who loved him, it is too late. Please hang on. The paramedics will be here any second. Doomsday. Is he... You stopped him. You saved us all. Now, now be still. <laughs> no. Oh, no. No! Mr. Double X. Among my abilities is the power to read minds. Let me examine the doomsday creature. Uh, stand back, you man. Ah. Before it was filled with rage and anger, and now, now there is nothing. Hey, forget that thing. What about Superman? Miss Lane, I monitored Superman when I arrived. I cannot pick up any brain activity at all. Damn it. Well, what does that mean? We've got to do something to bring it back. Miss Lane, if Double X says he's dead... Superman is an alien. We know his body differs from ours. We owe the man more than this. Yes, you're right. Let me try mouth to mouth here. Anything? Anything at all? Oh, it's so good. His lungs are like steel tanks. Everything I've got doesn't even get a rise out of his chest. 
That's the trouble. His invulnerability makes an injection or IV impossible. He tried the defibrillator again, but as it is, we've nearly melted the paddles. I'm sorry. There's, there's nothing more we can do. Uh, Captain Sawyer, you can call your men off now. We'll huh? be taking over. How about some ID, mister? Your boys look military, but if someone doesn't lay some paperwork on me, my boys are going to shoot. Spill your gas, Polly. You a spook? CIA, Inspector Turpin? Not quite. But under Section 12 of the Executive Emergency Act, I am authorized to collect for genetic study the bodies of any alien decedents, which includes Superman and that monster. Now, Guardian, tell these people to stand back. Uh, Guardian... You work for this crater? Uh, I'm a security chief. We both work for you, Captain Sawyer. That's enough, Double X. You're not authorized to give assistance to these cowboys. Hey, pal. Miss Sawyer's a lady. A lady? I'd hesitate to call a cigar-smoking chick a lady. That tears it. Turpin, no. That's Westfield. He's head of... The Cadmus Project. Uh-huh. Well, now the jerk's curled up sucking his thumb. Uh, you won't get away with this, Sawyer. When Washington hears about this... Washington, you think they'd be prepared to weather the public outcry if it got out we gave up Superman's body for dissection? Maggie's right. Superman's gonna get a hero's burial right here in Metropolis. Mm. And if we knew any next of kin, I guess now's the time to inform them of his death. Uh, Miss Lane, you knew Superman better than most. Who do we contact? I, uh... <clears throat> I really don't think I can help you. I... I'm sorry. Yes, City Hall will be organizing the funeral. If only to keep Superman's body away from those vultures. Oh, God. Jonathan and Martha Kent. How are they going to take all this? Superman himself would probably remind us to care for the many victims of Doomsday's attack. And so we do. For he proved that the greatest power of all is our own ability to care about and help each other. Mrs. Clinton and I also send our thoughts and prayers to Superman's loved ones, whoever they may be. Jonathan? I'm here, Martha. You don't think we should have gone to Clark's funeral, do you? Ah, heck no. It was a media circus. You and I just have gotten lost in that huge crowd. And if they ever found out that he had folks, had us, they'd have never left us alone to grieve. I can't believe he's gone. I feel I want to say goodbye somehow. Maybe being there would help. Ah, hush, hush now. We'll say goodbye to our son in our own way. The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time. Watch for the Superman Adventure Serial, soon to be shown at your local movie theater. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen of the press, your attention please. Uh, I have a brief statement to make following the funeral of Superman today. 
which I hope will clarify a few points. On behalf of my corporation, I wish to announce that the building we have donated to Cyber Superman's firm will be adorned by an especially commissioned statue of the Man of Steel, entirely paid for by that corp. Uh, he's setting himself up as chief mourner, opportunistic young. Ugh, damn it, just like his old man. Any news of Kent yet, Lois? Oh, uh, Clark? No, Perry. I think his luck ran out when Superman died. Now, Lois, don't give up hope. There are hundreds of people missing after that monster's rampage. The phones are still in a mess. He could turn up any time. Yeah, sure. Right. There's your coverage of the funeral. I hope it makes sense. It'll be fine. You always were at your best in a crisis. Uh, what you need right now is plenty of work to take your mind off things. That's why I want you to investigate the consequences of the damage that Doomsday thing did around here. There are rumors that his fight with Superman opened up fault lines under the city, that there's a real risk of underground flooding. Yeah, sure. Um, look, i got to make a phone call, then. then I'll be on it, Perry. I want hard copy by Friday now. Hey, Olsen, one of your photos of the Doomsday fight was out of focus. Damn it, Lois Lane. Get a hold of yourself. There's the phone. Call them. They're hurting just as bad as you are. They loved him, too. Here's where the rocket that brought you to Earth crashed, Clark. I'll never forget how amazed I was when I looked into this crater. How any creature could have lived through that, but there you were. I reached in and lifted you into my arms. We didn't know where you came from, but we didn't care. You were ours. Martha, you want to do this? Bury the scrapbook. His little toy? I need to feel that we laid something at him to rest too, Jonathan. And this place seems right. He was the sweetest little baby in the universe. Our gift from him. And now he has, has taken him back. Uh, it just... It just don't seem like anything can plug the hole in our lives right now. Oh, Jonathan, what is it? No, nothing. Just my stomach acting up again. Oh. What's that? Oh, the telephone. You wait here and I'll go. To... Oh, we'll both go. Somehow we both got to learn to bury the past. Jeez, so cold in here. Cold as the grave. Quiet, quiet. Come All right. Now quietly, you three. Slide the lid off that thing. Kent speaking. Mr. Kent, uh, Jonathan, it's Lois. Oh, Lois. Who is it, Jonathan? It's Lois. Oh, that poor child. Jonathan, Martha, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't believe he was really dead. I didn't know what I could say to you. Yes, child, we know, we know. I was there. I watched him fight that thing. I watched him die. I didn't do anything but watch him die. Lois, Lois, now listen. It's not your fault. You did all you could. Everyone did everything they could. Now you've got to get on with your life. We all have. You promise you will? Promise? 
Well, Perry White asked me if I could cover a story for him about the flooding under the city. I'm out researching it now. If you could hang on a day or so, give me time to file it. Sure. I'd really like to see you. We'll come to Metropolis, Lois. Well, come when you're ready, sweetie. Yes, yeah, sure. I'd like that. Please come. Sure we will. That's what Clark would have wanted. Oh, if only I could have helped him, Lex. Oh, well, if I could turn back time, I'd have sent you and Tame Luther into hell. Superman would have owed me his very life, and I never would have let him forget it. Did you say something? Oh, I said show me some spirit, beauty. Come on, you're my supergirl. Honey, just... It took all my shape-changing skill to recover from the blow Doomsday gave me. I had to come back from a near-protoplasmic state. But I did it for you, Lex. I'd do anything for you. Just name it. Yeah, could you show me that again? That thing you can do with your appearance? My shape-shifting? What shall I become? One of LexCorp's power-dressing female executives. Or something a little more earthy. Hmm. Maybe this robe is a little too revealing. Oh, I declare, I can be just about any old thing you want. Where are you? I can even disappear completely. Come back. Shape changing does cause me some pain. This is the form I'm happiest with. As Supergirl, I hope you are too. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, but how do you alter your clothing that way? Oh, I guess I just give the molecules a sort of push in the right direction. Why? I'm oh, just curious, Beauty. I want to know all there is to know about you. What's that? I'm one of the surveillance computers. This is Luther. Identify the problem. Infrared sensors registering movement in out-sector 10. Show me. Surveillance camera disabled, sir. Projecting out sector 10. Heat source now moving away from point zero. Where is out sector 10, Lex? Oh, Superman's tomb, love. Or to be more precise, 10 meters underneath the tomb. Heat source now moving north-northeast from point zero. Could he? I mean, is it possible he's alive? Oh, no, my dear Supergirl. It doesn't necessarily mean he's alive. But the body has definitely been moved. And I would like you to investigate it. Of course. Oh, it's not caused panic among those who came to pay their last respects, though. I used the secret access tunnel I had installed after the funeral. And take your communications headset. Yeah. I want you to tell me what you find. Sure. I'll keep you posted. After all, one very good reason for providing Superman with a tomb is to make sure he stays firmly in it. Hey, Pa, look. What? I got her cleaned up. What do you think? You're the best, aren't you, Bessie? Why, I I never saw a prettier calf in my whole life. Really, Paul? Uh-huh. Do you think she has a chance for a blue ribbon at the fair? If hard work and care can make a calf a winner, son, that little gal is a blue ribbon champ. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> if she wins, it will be because of you. That's because you took care of me. No, son. We took care of each other. Jonathan? Hmm? Did I hear you talking to somebody out here? Huh? No. <laughs> Nobody's here, Martha. How could I be talking to anybody? Well, dinner's ready. Anyhow. Double X, what are you doing here? This is a restricted area. Guardian, it's Westfield. He's locked up in Lab 7 with an advanced study team. But... That's in violation of all known protocols, even here at Cadmus. He's up to something. He set up psionic buffers all around the lab so I can't probe it. Jeez. Here, I should be able to override these secure locks. Did it. Oh, this is worse than I feared. My God. 
They've got Superman's body in that scanner. Guardian, leave this area immediately. This is none of your concern. None of my... You've stolen Superman's body. Commandeered a research facility and project personnel for God only knows what. You fool. My order specifically permitted me to appropriate this body. You know damn well your legal claim on this body was rendered void by the president himself. I am authorized to collect the bodies of alien decedents by... The president revoked that act in this case. As far as he is concerned, Superman was an American birth and an alien... Oh, oh, oh. All right. All right. But think, Guardian. Superman is dead. But we here at Canvas can recreate him, bring him to life, as you were once brought back. We've already completed the principal scans. Clone a new Superman? You can't be serious. Even if you succeed, the result wouldn't be Superman. You don't have his mind to plug into a new body. True, Guardian, but a facsimile of Superman's psyche could conceivably be simulated by recording the mental impressions that Double X absorbed from him in previous encounters. Jonathan has a point, Guardian. If there is a chance of success here, if we can restore some kind of Superman to Metropolis, I will help. Shh. Now what? Let's see. Hmm, we have an intruder moving down the service tunnel from Metropolis to the project. Somebody's found the hole we made from the tunnel into the burial chamber. Whoever it is, they're moving fast. Too fast to be on foot. The intruder is not on foot. They're flying. Lex, are you receiving me? Yeah, remarkably well, huh? Have you found anything? Well, the hole in the wall of the burial chamber led to the old city sewerage system. It's pretty much cut it out, so it took me a while to get around the damaged areas. However, I've just discovered a service tunnel running straight as an arrow out of town. And real vehicles have used it in the past few hours. It's newly built. Possibly purpose-built. As soon as I find anything, I'll call you back. Now, keep me posted. I've got to go. I will, Rick. Supergirl out. Yes? Miss Lois Lane to see you, Mr. Lathor. She says it's urgent concerning Superman. Oh, really? Please show her in. Miss Lois Lane, how very pleasant to see you at LexCorp. Despite the traumatic experiences we've suffered recently... Uh, yes, I'll... unfortunately, the nightmare seems to be continuing. I'm not sure I follow you, Miss Lane. I'm doing a piece on the damage Metropolis suffered during Superman's final battle. About the subterranean flooding it caused, I thought a good place to check on the effect might be Superman's tomb. It is quite a deep excavation. Yeah, I know. We dug it. Yes. Anyhow, I bribed one of your security guards to switch off the surveillance system and let me in. I hope he dismissed in the morning to continue. Quite. Well, to get to the point, Superman's body has gone, been taken by the Cadmus Project. Interesting. <sighs> Interesting? How do you know Project Cadmus is involved? I found this near the sarcophagus. A cheap flashlight? No, the symbol on it, that hourglass-shaped logo. I saw it before, on the uniforms of the men who tried to take away Superman's body after he died. Westfield's men. We've got to do something. We? You're responsible for the security of that tomb. Now, either you help me retrieve the body, or I publish this story in Tomorrow's Planet. I'm not your enemy, Miss Lane. And I doubt if you'll find that course of action necessary. Luther speaking. Max, it's me. The situation seems to be under control. Oh, really? No opposition? Fascinating. Oh, uh, in very fast work, love. I'm heading back. Do you want to meet me at the tomb? Oh, yeah. Oh, and I'll be uh, bringing a friend. Luther out. Jonathan? Jonathan? Oh, dear God, Jonathan, David, Camp, what in heaven's name are you doing way out here without your coat? It's freezing. Thanks a lot. Put this on. David. Yeah. They've stolen his body, Martha. Honey. 
You know what Lois said when she called? She said she knew a way to get it back. Now, if Lois said she would, she would. Uh, I know, I know. But these last few days, the pain of losing them... I keep coming back here to the North Pasture, to where he first came into our lives, to say goodbye. But the pain gets worse, as if my heart's fit to break. And I... Uh, uh, oh, 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 dear God. John, not you, too. The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time. Watch for the Superman Adventure Serial soon to be shown at your local movie theater. Get this and previous episodes of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater wherever you get podcasts or by visiting phoenixmedia.us forward slash Silver Age Heroes. Join us again, same bat time, same bat station, for another presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Excelsior! <laughs>